now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 540th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am Trainer Thatch, here today with my Friday night co-host. We've got the one and only Lord Seth Vilo. It is I, as I say every time, from the Lord Land, Lordopolis. Yes. I have a follow-up question for you when I'm done. But we also have the one of many, Linian. No, there's only one. There's only one. <laughs> Hello. I, well, I, I call him the one and only, and then, and then you know, I was trying to make a joke. There's only one one of many, and they're not here right now, so. <laughs> it's Legion. All right. And welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we uh, came up with in 2007. And we talk everything here, Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. And uh, we're here today to talk more Pokemon. I don't know. I, I'm having a good time. As always. Yeah. I mean, I spent most of my week working on my basement and very little Pokemoning, though I did play today because I want to get back into the VGC game. Okay. Yeah, and so I played like a little bit on Showdown today under under my moniker uh Gary the Dark Elf. Nice, nice, nice. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Knowing the backstory just makes that worse. <laughs> <laughs> so I went I I went ahead and I I did that and I found out that I do not understand VGC, right? Well, I don't it's not that I don't understand it. I know what most of the t- pieces do just based on the fact that I play Pokémon. And then I have in the past. I don't know. It's it's kind of like riding a bike, but you're also very rusty at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So you, yeah, I have to like shake off the rust and become good at Pokemon again one day. And so I I literally like just took some really good like Kyogre Zacian team. It had a Shedinja on it too, so I was like, yeah, I got to do this. Ooh, ooh, because Shedinja is just fun in VGC, especially in these meadows. The ultimate. Zacian and Kyogre counter, actually. It actually is. No, that's that's why this particular team used it. Most of the big things that are in the meta will just not be able to hit Shinenjo. Like the big boys just can't hit it. You're hmm. like you're too restricted. Like your Zacian can't hit it because it's not running anything that will hit a Shinenjo. And then Kyogre won't because that's the big one. And even the more popular things like Dialga, Palkia can't do it. I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm listing off a lot of them and a lot of them can't do it. Like, I think the one that can yeah. is Groudon. It's like Groudon. Yeah. Uh, of course, everybody's running Incineroar, so that can, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Shoot, didn't think of that. But if you force them to bring in Sin, like, it's not the worst thing. You you know a thing, right? Yeah, you, you force them to bring it. And then on top of that, you could, like, once you neutralize the Incineroar, you can bring in Shinenja. And, or, and I didn't realize Shinenja got ally switch. Which is insane to me. Yeah, right? And I did not realize that Shinji got Ally Switch. And Ally Switch, I think, is one of the best moves, if not the best move, in all of VGC. Mm -hmm. Because it just adds this layer of unpredictability to the game. And I I don't think it's broken best move. Like something like Wide Guard, which I think is... Which you can just spam forever. Mm -hmm. Because 
like there are ways around ally switch like you could just be using spread moves or something like that yeah if you play intelligently as well yeah it adds a mental layer instead of a brainless layer yes exactly so like it's it's not bad like yeah i just really just like things like wide guard because wide guard is just like yeah i'm gonna spam this and wide guard i don't know if many people are aware but like it, it at least used to in gen 7 let you just kind of like spam it it didn't get the or at, no actually this was a change uh, in gen 6 it actually there's like lets you keep using it consecutively yep and it doesn't get like the the success drop that you would with protect or endure mm-hmm. and which is dumb absolutely dumb i hate it Thanks. Thanks, Game Freak. I hate it. It is kind of dumb. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Especially in VGC. Doesn't block dragon darts, though, because that move is weirdly intelligent. Yeah. It's being actively targeted by a, by a dragon, Seth. I don't know why you think this is yeah, a... by a Dreepy. Yeah. If you got shot out of your mother, I doubt you would be, you know, <laughs> poorly aimed. That <laughs> was a sentence. Yep. Well, what about you guys? What have you guys been up to? Not a well, lot. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you and I have kind of been on a similar thing that we've been up to with like draft, right, Linian? Yeah, that's kind of been the limit of what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Same, same. Trying to uh to graduate, slowly working my way through the bizarrely terrifying Kirby game. Oh, I haven't played that yet. I wanna I I'm gonna wait a little bit just to hear what other people think. It's very fun, but it's very much a Kirby game. And if you're not a big, if if you're like, ah, oh, I wish Kirby was harder, you're not going to jump for it. No, no, that's not what I want. Good, because it's not what I wanted. That's why I'm happy. <laughs> like one of my one of my favorite Kirby games is just uh, is just Crystal Shards. Mm. Uh, or Chris, was it called Crystal Shards? Whatever N64 one was. I like that one a lot. Hmm. It's a side-scroller, but I was just like, oh, is this Mario Odyssey but Kirby? Because that could be fun. It's not quite that much. It's still very Kirby in the sense, like, very linear levels, well-designed 3D stages, but very much stages. Okay. And there are a good amount of secrets. I have a couple complaints. Uh, My biggest problem is that to get uh, the nominal, like... 100%, 100%, not really 100%, but like stage completion. Mm-hmm. You have to do all of the normal bosses uh, without getting hit. <laughs> Wonderful. Which is kind of, uh, it's such a difficulty spike compared to like everything else is like, play the level a little bit, you'll get it. And then it's like this no perfection only. It's like, okay, Kirby, geez. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, what about you? What about you, Seth? Yeah. On your Pokemon journey, you're playing Kirby. My Pokemon journey play, yeah, totally. I I have not, I have never played a Kirby game, if I'm being honest. I think that's most people. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much this week, I've just been trying to back and forth figure out how I'm going to defeat Whimsicott tomorrow. This comes out Monday, so you'll see if I did. But I've mentioned it in the chat how both of us, just in pre-game talking, have are, are equally concerned that the other will kick our butt. So that'll be interesting. I'm trying to decide what I bring, what I do. And, you know, I've exchanged four members of my draft team this week. So, But they don't get to show up till next week, so... Yeah, exactly. Next week will be a totally different mentality going into it. So it'll be a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun with draft. I've been keeping up with TCG. There's a Whimsicott deck that came up. 
that looks just disgusting. I love it. And I've got it mostly built. Can't wait to take it to some poor unsuspecting soul and just make them rue the day they picked up a deck to play. <laughs> but yeah, 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 I mean, that's that's what I've been doing. That's fun. Yeah, I, I want to, I'm like, now that I'm done with my basement, I'm very much in the mood of like, I'm going to play some Pokemon. Heck yeah. Mm. Man, I really went back in. Either competitive, I want to play like everything, and that's the problem. <laughs> the problem is I want to just like go and I, I want to play Legends Arceus, but then I want to play some Pokemon Unite, and then I want to play some VGC, and <laughs> and then maybe go back to my Emerald Nuzlocke on Twitch. That sounds like fun. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I get it. I'm like ready for all of it right now. But I think this is a great time to get on over to the news. So let's cue that epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in. And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things to talk about. Um, the one that I think is the most interesting and exciting, I saw this today on Twitter, only because Joe Merrick was talking about it. Uh, Japan announced a new competition for just Japan that people can qualify for by doing well in TCG Locals and the video game qualifier in June. Oh. Um, it's very similar. If you remember, we talked about it a couple of years ago. It's called P-Sports. Where they just, like, had people on TV, like, playing Pokemon for fun. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, what's interesting about this as well is that the video game portion is going to be singles. What? Okay. I don't know if it's, like, BSS or if it's 6v6. I like it. It's probably BSS, but yeah. It, I'm assuming BSS because of the restrictions they've imposed on themselves. Yeah. 20-minute timer, baby. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I imagine. But I'm hoping that this will be mean like, oh, maybe Gen 9 will fix our timer issues. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like that reaction, Seth. Sorry, was that out loud? Sorry. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. All right. But yeah, I, I don't know. I like this. This is interesting. I like when they do things like this. I wish we would do something more like that in the U.S. But the problem is I know that like our competitive play Pokemon community, at least in the video game, community definitely has like its favorite boys that it likes to bring in and the u.s is slightly huge so there's that as a factor too that is true i i do agree with that but i think it would be fun to see something similar i mean you could just do something on a slightly larger scale that way mm -hmm. you, you just take the people who have like the most championship points like you make a threshold in like one category and then you say okay you've got this many points in one and this many points in the other Hmm. And you have yeah. to cross the threshold in both, which would make it interesting. I don't know. I think there's something that like maybe you're not the best at the video game, but maybe you can get 200 championship points instead of 500 championship points. Yeah. And then you can go get 200 championship points in the TCG instead of, you know, 500 championship points. That would be nice. That would be nice. Very that, nice. I think that would be interesting. And then you get people who are like, OK, at both mm -hmm. because I as much as I like watching both TCG and VGC on stream. I think it would be cool uh, just to see people who are more, for the lack of a better word, average at them. Because, like, they're definitely not average if they've gotten that many championship points in both, right? But, yeah. But it would be it would be interesting to see people who are, are a bit more well-rounded play. I don't know. I just It's an interesting thought. 
Yeah, for sure. And see them do a little bit of both. Just a little bit of both. Um, Joe Merrick was complaining about how they... Well, he wasn't complaining. He was joking about how there was no Unite or Pokemon Go uh, portion to the event. <laughs> Seeing Who as, can tap their phone the fastest? I Pokemon Apparently, the Pokemon Go event at um, the regional was incredibly intense when they did it because they had phones for you to log into. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that I saw. So that they were all on the same network slash Wi-Fi so that nobody can complain about unfair connection advantages. Yeah. Uh, so I that was good to me. I, I really appreciate that in terms of trying to level the playing field. But I do agree with you. Tapping your phone the fastest is a thing. Also, a lot of it has to come down to like the lead most times. Yep. There's also party composition. And I'm not a big fan of Pokemon Go's competitive in that you kind of just have to catch a lot of them and hope you get lucky. Yeah. You know? There's no control. Yeah, that's the biggest part. So I, I really just dislike that. But to each their own, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pokemon Go players probably really enjoy it, so good for them. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah. All right. I can hit the next thing if you want. Yeah, do the next thing, Seth. I like it. Sure thing. This is big, huge, huge Pokemon news. Uh, it's huge. Serena returned in the recent episode of the anime. Yep. Everybody's yep. been waiting for it. Yep, they meet each other on a dock and they say, hey, I'm going to be the Pokemon master. And she's like, oh, cool, I'm going to do contests really well. Let's do good. And then it makes a great Gatsby reference with green lights and they sail away. It's great. You can't be serious about that part. You're lying about most of that. Watch it. Is it just a green light or is it explicitly like, yep, it's just a green light that turns on after they leave? Interesting. Um, but anyway, the other part is Ash finally got to battle Wallace after 20 years, even though it's been less than one year because he's still 10. But whatever. Don't. Just oh don't. Oh my gosh. Don't, do not. Don't. <laughs> it's a children's TV show. And Kukui and What's-Her-Face what's have a child. We knew that. First, it's called, it's pronounced Kukui, but I second, know. just no. Just no. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> I do love, okay, looking at the pictures, I do love how they always just make Chloe's Eevee meet with every other Eevee evolution that Ash's partners have ever had. Yeah. I think it is very funny. Leading to a lot of theories. And it makes you realize just how many of them there are. Yeah, the number of Eevees that have existed so far and how they've all evolved. And Chloe's just like, yeah, maybe mine won't. And how Gen 9 is going to have another Eevee because this one's different. Exactly. We're going to be, here's your bug type Eevee. Then <gasps> uh, everybody will freak out because they're like, it should have been Dragon. See, because Chloe's Eevee is very stable. And- <laughs> <laughs> you okay? <laughs> I still want the Eevee like they have in the manga. Which I thought was really fun. It can freely warp between, is that right? Yeah, it can it could warp between all three of them. My favorite part about that arc, by the way, so like the lore is that there are four there are four evolution stones, one leaf, fire, water, and uh and thunderstone that can just be reused infinite times in the manga world. Oh. And oh. and so what happens, they're like at the bottom of the uh, at the bottom of like the bay in Vermilion City, which is why actually like when Red's Poliwhirl gets kicked into the water like very early on in the manga, it just comes back as a Poliwrath because it like went down to the touch that water stone. Um, so but what happens is Red knows about this with this Eevee, so he goes down there, he like scuba dives, you know, to go get the stones or whatever as part of the lore, and he only takes the three that evolve the Eevee, he leaves the leaf stone. <laughs> 
huh? He leaves it. He's like, I came down here for these priceless artifacts. If only he knew. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, wow. Okay. Yeah. If only he knew now, right? Years later. Years later. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. I just, I find that very funny. I find that very funny. It's done. Oh, well. well, yeah, that's the anime news though. Yeah, the next thing we got is the Sword and Shield. Uh, final reminder that the sign-ups for the Invitational Challenge, it gives you Galarian Moltres. Cosplaying as Ronald McDonald are now open until the 14th of April. <laughs> and we have the wonderful, Yay. terrible note of, can we make Swalot the grimace of the Pokemon world? I love that. That <laughs> yes. would be hilarious. Yes, why could we not? All Right, we've got two things for Pokemon Unite as well. Azumarill has been released. I hear it's a support mon. I haven't actually looked or played it's it yet. It's an all-rounder. All-rounder, right. I thought. Oh, it's an yeah, all-rounder? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense to me. That sounds what an Azumarill would be. Have we still not had a speedster since launch? Maybe next time for you. Hmm. Yep. Maybe next time. Alright, what's next? Next is me with Go News! Yay! So, Pokemon Go has announced its Spring Into Spring event, which starts Tuesday on the 12th and is running for exactly a week. It introduces Flower Crown variants of Togepi and Baneri's evolutionary lines, as well as Tapu Bulu. There will also be increased hatch speeds, which are great for people trying to catch their female Salandits from their 12k eggs they've got stored up. So... Yeah. Take advantage of it while you can. You've got a week. Oh, uh, that's great. I mean, Salandit's like the worst part because they only put it in, it's like only in the 12k eggs. Uh-huh. And the rate isn't great. And we all know it's gender rate ratio isn't great either. Yep. Oof. All right. Well, Lydian, finish us off there. Yeah. Um, lastly, in Go, there's on Saturday, April 16th, there'll be a limited research day featuring Execute. You usually have a decent shot of getting a shiny during these. Uh, during that time, Execute will also evolve into an Alolan Executor instead of Normal Executor and learn Draco Meteor when it does so. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool that they, like, specified a time for Alolan Executor evolution. That's now, really cool. Now, if they cool. just get it, like, set up in, like, a standard rotation, then... Yes. Well, I think it would just be... I don't know. I think it should just be an option, in all honesty. Hmm. I, I don't know. I'm all for convenience, but I feel like Pokemon Go is just like, convenience, we can monetize that. And, yeah, that's how I feel about Pokemon Go. <laughs> Tell us your real feelings. Goodness. Yeah, I well, that's kind of how most of their stuff is, right? They're just like, convenience, yeah. we could monetize that. Looking at you, like, transferring to Pokemon Home uh, yeah. is, is exactly that way. Uh I don't know. Uh, they, it, I heard they were making a change to Mega Evolution, though, which sounds really interesting to me. Like, it's not going to cost anything to Mega Evolve. It's just going to be a cooldown timer, and you can use the Mega Energy to increase the speed of the cooldown timer. They're also reworking Rare Candies in an announcement that came out in the last, oh, really? like, day. Okay. Yeah. Um, you'll earn them from more than just raids. You'll also be able to earn them from... Well, no, they're moving it from raids to the Go Battle League for the primary uh, way of earning it. Okay. However, they're also going to be earnable through gifts. So I you like can just that. kind of get rare candies through gifts. I'm okay with that. That mm. makes sense. Uh, po- Pokemon Go is they're they're like changing things up, and I think it's I think they're like minor changes, but sometimes it's okay. I call them okay. Sometimes yeah. it feels like how we complain about Game Freak, where they want us to play the game in a certain way that is not necessarily conducive for everybody. But yes, you know. Overall, I think they're probably good. I yeah, I I think these are like more positive than negative. Yeah, if it makes sense. Like I 
I really wish that they would pull a lot of things away from raids. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is kind of the rare candy thing they're doing. Yeah, well, I just I, because I really do dislike how much raids have been centric to Pokemon Go. Yeah, um, and that requires you to play with people, and I understand they want you to like socialize and stuff like that, but that doesn't always yeah. work out for everybody. I don't know. I I think there's some the value to like letting people become solo players, and it's kind of impossible to do yeah. that in Pokemon Go. Agreed, especially like with the legendaries yes. and getting those kind of things. Exactly. I mean, they brought those to Go Battle League, which I think helps a lot. Yeah. But yeah. it's definitely a, it's definitely a problem, I think. I would I'd love to be a better solo player, but that that's it. That's it for Pokemon Go. And I guess that's it for the news. So on that Ooh. on that note, we're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz. We're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Hello and welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to the trivia. Thank you for that introduction. We're going to go ahead and get into it. Our first question this week is going to be from Disco. Which unevolved Pokemon has the highest set level to evolve? I'm done. You guys should know this. Uh, I believe it's Larvesta into Volcarona. First stage, right? Not just highest general evolution level. Yes, which unevolved Pokemon has the highest set level to evolve? So it's either that or Cosmog. But I think Volcarona is still higher than Cosmog. I think Cosmog is 50. Cosmog has Cosmoem. I know. I think it's 50 to get to Cosmoem, yeah. but that's still below 60. So Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Larvesta into Volcarona. Final answer? Yep. Uh, Yeah. Larvesta into Volcarona is correct. It occurs at level 59. There are two Pokemon that yep. evolve afterwards. Uh, Drac- Drake Cloak uh, and Zvylos yep. evolve at 60 and 64, respectively. Mm-hmm. But they're already second stages, so... Unless your name is Getsis, in which case, who cares? Uh, Getsis is broken, and he likes to beat you up. <laughs> he treats you like one of All his kids. All right. <laughs> All right, our next question is going to come from Caesar? Uh, spelled uh, C-E-S-A-R-E. Cesare. Spelled with a question mark. A- I just don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but uh, what is the only generation of core series games that does not let you rename any of your rivals? Uh, is it f- is it six? Because they all have names and characters and that no, kind of nonsense? six also had uh, Oras. You said main series games, right? Did you say yes. generation or set? Um, so X, Y. Uh, main series games. It's generation. It's a generation. Yeah. Oh, generation? So then because yeah, Oras has that thing, then no. Or maybe it does. Because oh. can you rename May and Brendan? No. Okay, well, let's think. And Gen 3 has Fire Red yeah, Leaf what about Green. Seven. What about four? Oh, no. Yeah. Gold, Soul Silver. What about Gen 7? That didn't have her. Seven had Oras. Seven? Well, seven is not Oras. 
Am I dumb? It, I am dumb. That's just ultra. Yeah, so it? seven is... So that is just Lily and Gladion and How. And None of them have any changeable names. Yeah. And then Gen 8... Well, unless they count Let's Go, do you get to rename Trace? I didn't even know he had a name. Um... Uh, well, let's let's assume that he he can be renamed. Did was it the only or the first Thatch? Forgive me. The only generation. The only. Okay. You can Can you rename in Diamond Pearl? Yes, yes, you can because you well, can it's in generation. Uh, so hard gold. Yes, but I'm thinking of Gen Eight because that would knock out Eight because it was the remakes. So I think it is oh, Diamond Pearl. Gen yeah. Six. I think it's Gen Six. I'm comfortable with it. We can do it. Generation six is correct. Yay! Woo! Um, in in generation one, you can obviously rename your rival. Generation two, you can obviously can. Generation three, you can only in Fire Red Leaf Green. In generation yep. four, you can rename your rival in both game in both sets of games. In generation five, you can only rename uh, your rival in Black and White Hugh. two. Yep. Uh, you can only rename Hugh. In Gen 7, you can only rename your rival. You can rename Trace to whatever you want, um, even though Trace is just disappointing as a character. And, and so I would not fault you for forgetting that. Hmm. And in Generation 8, you can obviously rename your rival in BDSP. Only in BDSP. It's been a very long time since they've let you actually rename your rival in a uh, core Pokemon game, which is really depressing. Looking well, they're making them characters in the stories, which is why. Yeah, but I would, I think it'd be funnier if like Leon runs up and like instead of being like, "Hey, hop," it's just like, "Hey, butthead," you know, "What are you hey, doing?" Hey, my name is Stinky. You know, I think it'd be funny. I think it's, it's okay. a family name. You can you can see instead of Hop having character growth, you could see Butthead having character growth. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be silly. Totally. I'm okay with it. I'm all for it. Make the world your own. You're two for two though. And our next Yay. question is going to be your Pokedex entry question, as always. Fun. This one, These are always nuts. This one is... Linian's also in shooting distance, by the way. I completely forgot. If he gets a perfect oh, score... Oh, shoot. That's right. He is, If isn't he gets he? a perfect <laughs> score... <laughs> this is like a heads up. Uh, uh, so, this is from... We're going to do this one from Kester. It's Pokemon Heart Gold entry reads... According to some sources, this Pokemon provided people with the intelligence necessary to solve various problems. Who's that Pokemon? What dex entry again? Sorry. Heart Gold. Says it granted. He- Could you read that again? According to some sources, this Pokemon provided people with the intelligence necessary to solve various problems. Yeah, it sounds Isn't like Uxie. Doesn't that feel like Uxie? Um, and it was Heart Gold, so that would be. Late enough? Yeah, it could exist there. I don't uh, know. Is there anything? I'm comfortable trying Uxie <laughs> Look, if you are. This exactly. is your shooting so, distance. So <laughs> let me let me just let me just run through this. Is there anything else that like? Yeah. Well, no, because like Pokemon and Divinity, they kind of tend to suck. Like it's like, yeah, this thing burns down random towers if you make it angry. Okay, I, I, I'll, I guess mm-hmm. Uxie is probably the obvious choice. We'll go with it. Mm-hmm. Uxie. Oopsie is correct. Hey. Uh, the second entry the second entry we had was from Pokemon Legends, and it reads, A Pokemon feared but also respected for stealing away the mem- memories of evildoers. I have found records that suggest this Pokemon holds dominion over knowledge. Ah. Ah. Aha. Terrifying. All right. So your next, uh, your next question is your multiple answer question. Um, there are, I believe, in this... Uh, 
in this question six answers. Uh, because Linnean's in shooting distance, I will need all six for both points. Uh, for you will get <laughs> one point for uh, you will get one point for each three that you give okay. me. So okay. this is from Polywo. A Pokemon fan club chairman is in every game up to generation six. In each of these oh, games, no. he gives the player an item. What item does he give out in each generation? Bike oh, no. voucher um, is one. Bike voucher. That is correct. For Gen 1. Um, uh, one of the um, one of them, I think, is like the friendship checker. Like it, it's a it, it's an item. I know it's a, a Poketch app. Um, oh, Poketech no, app? No, because that's not a thing. <laughs> the Poketech app. Poketech app. Poketech. Poketech. Um, I I I know in. <sighs> It's going to be three strikes to drown, by the way. The okay, so then let's go with the Pokecatch okay. thing. The bite. Uh, that's incorrect. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I feel like one of them is a silk scarf or something silly in, like in that. Si- oh, wait, no. He's the guy who gives you the Poffin case. Yeah. Oh. So Poffin case. Are we yes. locking that in? Th- that is correct. So Generation 1 and Generation 4 you have locked in. Uh, okay. Bike voucher okay. and Poffin okay. case. Uh, there are uh, there are another uh, another four generations to go. Um, Ooh, five and f- two, three, five, six. Okay, two, three, five, six. Does most of these are very uh, inconspicuous items? It's very fun. Uh, I do feel like one of them's either a silk scarf. Or uh, a suit you can belt. you can lock one of those in. I could be wrong. If you want? Uh, I think uh, I think one of them, one. and I don't know which, but we don't need to. We don't know. We yeah, don't, I, I, just, I just asked for the which. items. I yeah, just asked, I'm just going to ask for the items, that's all. I think that at some point they had to have given them, like, the effort ribbon that they have in every game. Like, that seems like a reasonable person to give that to. Yeah, the so, like, when you ribbon? cap out your EVs, yeah. you can go and talk to different NPCs uh, at, throughout the games, and then one of them gives you an, an effort mm-hmm. ribbon in each game. That is, in fact, oh, a thing. would that count as an item? Yes. Do we want to say that then? Sure. Mark that in? Okay. Uh, effort ribbon uh, is correct. That is generation six. So you guys are at a point. You got one, okay, cool. three, and six done. Or one, four, and six. Uh, yeah, one, four, six. So two, EXP three, five. Share. Two, three, five. Huh. Um, I don't know. Maybe? That seems like a two. That seems like a gen two item. Where do you get the know. XP share in two? I haven't played that since I was like 10. <laughs> I'm, trying I'm to just think. naming stuff that seems difficult to like rare candy. I don't know. Nugget. Big yeah, no. nugget. Really big <laughs> nugget. Really big. I'm gonna need an answer. Uh, I I can't get this out of my head and I want to know the answer. I'm gonna go ahead and say silk scarf. Uh I'm gonna give you that one. Okay. Only because uh so it's never the silk scarf, it's just the colored scarves. That they'll give oh. you in Generation 3 because they help you with contests. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so in Generation 3, they do give you all the scarves, though. That's why it was sticking in my brain because yes. it's Gen so 3. So that's four of them. So all you have left to do is uh, two and five. Two and five. Who even cares about five? EXP or candy. Um, share. Yeah, that's, that's... I don't think they had candy yeah. in those games. Are you locking that EXP in? EXP share? Uh, that is correct. That is Generation 5. Actually, in Generation 5, they give you that's several five? items. Uh, they give you oh. the experience share, the cleanse tag, and the King's Rock. 
Oh my, okay. Yeah, right? Nuts. Okay, so we've got two. That narrows down what items are even possible, so that's good. You just need generation um, two. Um, goodness, where even is the fan it's club still in Gen Kanto. 2? <laughs> trying to think. No, it's, it's just still, yeah. Is it? Okay, I mean, that, that makes it like potentially an endgame type item. I know it's not the Berserk gene, because that's in the pool. Um, crud, this is hard. That was intentional, yes. I know, of course, yeah. <laughs> if, he, if he's within shooting distance, it's going to be. Um, it can't just no, be No, because you already had it by that part. For both um, yeah. You get the bike for free in Gen 2. The guy just gives it Is to it you, and he calls you. He's how, like, you run the wall. Thanks for the advertisement. Uh, I think you're only just at one. one I, think, I think you just right? at one strike. Do you so we get one strike like, and then one more guess, or yes. is it like out after three? You get two more guesses, essentially. Is yes. it, when do you get the SSN ticket get there. in Gen 2? So, no. Dang it. Okay. A second do you want to say like a, use, like a standard, super useful, collectible, like a full restore, or not a full restore, an elixir or a rare candy kind of thing? Because the other, th- there wasn't a lot I of, mean, there weren't many key items in Kanto. Not yeah. at that point. So it's probably not something important. Yeah. It's going to be like, egg. it's going to be Is one of egg? three things. I'm a rare candy, answer. a full, uh, a rare candy, an elixir, or a TM. I feel like rare candy is the most safe of those. Okay. And rare candy? Are you locking sure. that in? Sure. Yeah. Rare candy is correct. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah. We have fumbled through it. <laughs> We've yes. accidentally landed. Uh, for a recap, for those of you listening at home, Generation 1 gives you a bike voucher. Generation 2, a rare candy. Generation 3 gives you the scarves for contests. Generation 4 is the poffin case. Generation 5 is the experience here, cleanse tag, and king's rock. <laughs> and Generation 6 is the effort ribbon. Wow. So there you go. Wow. There you have it. You guys. How on earth? You stumbled through it. You guys are uh, 7 for 4, or 6 for 4. Your next question is your base stat question, as always. And if you get this right without uh, using the hint, you guys can YOLO and Linian wins, and Seth can start the next <laughs> round with eight. <laughs> Woo! All right. So we're going to go. This is from Better Call Sal. Not Saul. Sal. Mm. Ah. What dragon type Pokemon has the lowest base defense of all dragon type Pokemon? Well, it's not Applin. Uh. Gumi comes to, comes to mind. Dreepy comes to mind because it might as well be a baby. And uh, like, I don't think it has a lot of defensive stats. Yeah, it's mostly speed. Yeah, Dreepy feels really well, strong. Well, it doesn't, and that's the problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. The only thing I can um, think that'd be similar would be Gumi. But I think that even Gumi's got to have higher than that. Yeah, the lack of speed means it has to go somewhere yeah. so because doesn't treepy have like some and i think of the it's weird because based at total of any dragon it's like dreepy uh-huh. applin and something else yeah yeah and gumis are like some some equal measure of gudras so like all of them times 10 or something like that i don't remember or half or i don't remember but i think treepy is yeah, the we'll best option, honestly dreepy is correct. Hey! hey Uh With a base defense stat of 30. <laughs> um, next up is Gumi and Noibat, who are tied with 35. Uh-huh. Followed by Dratini and Gibble at 45. 
These are the things that you need to know, kids. Yeah, uh, I think that Gumi is half is all of its stats are double when it when it's Gudra. Yes, something like that. Regular Gudra. All right, so that gives you an insane uh, eight points. Uh, that makes Linian wins. Yay! Yay. Woo! Didn't you carry me over last time too? Uh, like, possibly. What? Yeah. So Seth, you got you got you got yourself eight points there. Woohoo! And nobody else is on the board. So there <laughs> Yay, we go. Easy to track. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, we are gonna kick it on over to the topic, and we're gonna we'll catch you guys on over there. Hey, would you like a green Taurus badge? Well, you can have one. If you come over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash pucklepodcast, we are going to be giving them out once we hit $850. We're going to be giving those to every patron at the $10 plus tier because uh, we love you guys. We'd love to see this project project made. Of course, if we hit any other thresholds on the way there, such as $800 for the week-long giveaways to the community, that would also happen as well. So if you'd be interested in getting a green Taurus badge, be f- feel free. Come on over. Uh, if you can't support the show, don't worry about it. You just listening is enough for us. So until then, though, guys, I'm Thatch, and I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is small changes we'd like to see in Pokemon. I guess in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, so we can make this very clickable. Hey. Hey. Because we, we're talking things that we want to see. Maybe nerfs, maybe small changes in Pokemon that I think would just be fun. They would be nice and swell. So they'll be fun. So I I have one that I like to kick us off with. I'm a big fan of nerfing Intimidate. Mm -hmm. And I I really like what they did this gen with Inner Focus. And I want them to do it more with Oblivious. Just any Pokemon with Oblivious. They shouldn't be intimidated because they don't know what's going on. Forgive me. I thought that was already a thing. I honestly would have thought it was on that list. Yeah. It's not. The only thing Oblivious prevents is uh, Taunt. Inti- Generation 8 onward, Intimidate no longer affects Pokemon with Inner Focus, well, you know Oblivious, what? Scrappy, or Own Tempo. Well, never mind. I got my wish already. Never mind. Heyo! I misread it then. I missed that part, apparently, because <laughs> like, I checked it. I was like, I did a very quick check before I wrote that down. It's like, yeah, it doesn't work. And then, obviously, I'm an idiot. No, no. It's hard to remember, and it's a n- such a new thing. Yeah, that it's so new. Well, it's like, it's like the prankster thing. On dark types that nobody yeah. ever remembers. I still mess that up. Everybody messes that up because nobody remembers. And I totally don't blame them for that. Mm. Because it's like, because whenever you like try to trick a Grimmsnarl or something with another Grimmsnarl or yep. anything else with Prankster, like it, it's obviously very difficult to do that. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, Whimsicott, I really hope that you tried to Thunderwave my Tyranitar on Saturday. So, ha. <laughs> I want Intimidate to get more nerfs, please. I mean, you look at you look at the abilities, <laughs> yeah. and frankly, only like what scrappy of those are things you really want. Yeah. yeah well, inner focus is, I think, more often than not, like just like what you're stuck the with. lesser of two evils. Now, like I think, I think a yeah. good example for that for inner focus is if you look at if you look at like the legendary beasts from Gen Two, like Entei, Raikou, and Soikun all get inner focus, and their other abilities are hot trash. So I, yeah. I think that's something that's that's interesting and you can use. I mean, also it works even for uh, even for Dragonite, right? Like Dragonite gets it. Uh, Crobat mm-hmm. gets but it. That wants so, multi scale. Yeah, I mean, multi scale is is definitely better in singles, but I can see in like a doubles environment. That's fair. Yeah, where you might want to run inner focus over uh, running multi scale on Dragonite. 
I, I mean, Crobat also has it. It has Infiltrator, but I think if I was running in VGC, I'd also run Inner Focus so you can prevent the flinches. And on top of that, Oops, reduce... we coded Lando T wrong. It has Inner Focus now. <laughs> uh, <Aww>. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. But yeah, like the legendary beasts are all either Inner Focus or Pressure. And I think Inner Focus, yeah. in, especially the VGC environment, is the better choice. Yeah overall so i mean i think you could i think you could add more abilities and stuff like that to it or maybe not just abilities but something else i don't know i really like it because i think the nerf to intimidate is always welcome mentioned like the frostbite or that's a conversation in in the pokemon community like adding frostbite to as like a special burn so you're trying to like equalize special attack stats and physical attack stats and they're already designed kind of different because there's no special intimidate Mm mm-hmm something that gets forgotten is that they're they're designed two different ways like special attacks typically do more damage than physical attacks as well Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the special defense stats are pretty high on a lot of pokemon tends to be it tends to be on pokemon oh and pokemon that aren't good tend to have a high special defense i've noticed yes yes like that's their one thing that they have and yeah it's just because the special and attack the special attack and physical attack stats are just two different beasts and I think if you try to treat them the same, it doesn't work out. I don't know. It's just the way Pokemon's designed. It's very complicated. Uh, what do you guys have other than uh, Thatch hates Intimidate? Sure. I'll I'll throw in one in that's kind of on the topic of abilities that we'd like mm-hmm. looked at. Um, and I've mentioned this before. This is not going to be a surprise to folks unless you're listening to Seth from the Gen 6 OU world. Because I've changed a lot since then. And I would like Gale Wings unnerfed. Either all the way to what it used to be or partially. I think if you do it all the way, you welcome problems. And honestly, so if they unnerf it, I feel like the only reason they unnerf it is because they gave it to something else. Yeah, which would be fine. Mm, I don't agree with that because then they're going to make it good and I'm not going to like it. Uh, Talonflame in Gen 6 was very oppressive because of that. Oppressive but still weak. And with things Mm. like Grassy Glide and in terrain automatically i see what you're saying it has more power than a gale wings like the power creep is here that Talonflame, if that's the only thing that has gale wings is not that oppressive even with brave bird as an attack in that context i'll agree with you in that context i will make it like defeatist where it only works above 50 percent health but it will work or make it uh, only work on offensive moves something like that i would take both of those as a compromise yeah because if we're worried about roost spam then that helps with the defeatist a- aspect. And you also still force it to that point to like wear boots. Yeah, it's it has to wear boots now, like 100%. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm into that. There's a cost now all the time. Like you can't, you can't, you have to do boost. You can't do the itemless acrobatic sets like yes. it used to do unless you have dedicated defog support mm-hmm. somewhere else. But why? I'm okay with that kind of mid ground. And let me remind you of a couple things that have higher attack stats than Talonflame. Amoongus and Gastrodon. Uh, okay, okay. But I still think Talonflame... Talonflame was very oppressive back it then. It was, and that's because it was pretty darn good. It could, it didn't have to invest in speed. It could reinvest it somewhere else. Special Defense of Talonflame in the end of Gen 6 was one of my favorite sets. So I don't know. It just bothers me a little bit because I, I like have <laughs> flashbacks. It also kills Halucha just from the beginning, so maybe that's why I'm... I don't know. I, I missed the Gen 6 meta, by the way. <laughs> I think the Gen 6 meta was some of the healthiest Pokemon we've ever had. Yeah. I, I miss it. Before the Terrain Wars and before Fairy became, like, uber, uber good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because 
the gen 7 was just like i heard you like fairy type what if we made all of the fairy types that in this gen just great let us strike fear and in, into your hearts with the name tapu <laughs> yeah right the word tapu we made these we made four legendary fairy types not to mention we also accidentally made fairy like the best type in the game you can corroborate this linian tapu means spoopy in hawaiian <laughs> It means that you uh, really weren't paying attention to anything I've said at any given point. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think Seth's correct. I I hate both of you <laughs> immeasurably. <laughs> <laughs> I think Seth's correct. What you got? Anything, Lydian? You have anything you'd like to see? What's your thing? So I, I think I think one of the chain. Uh, I think the type chart is in need of some tweaking, and I think a lot of it. I think this is a good this is a good segue. Yeah, yeah because some yeah. of the fairy types need a little bit of a nerf. I, I think some of it is a, a cut to some stronger types and some of it's a buff to others. But I think a lot of it relies on design. They could probably change a little bit now. Like let's the game is balanced around earthquake a little bit. <laughs> they mm, a, a little bit kind of. Uh, and I don't just mean specifically earthquake. There are a couple of like key moves that have wide distribution that i think pokemon were balanced around it's like ah it's okay if these things have very high defense stats because they they're physical attacks that can get around these and it just leads to okay. to weird design i think move base powers probably need a larger adjustment overall um but okay. i think a lot i think a lot could be done by just changing a couple resistances uh fairy should not resist bug bug did not need that not even a little no, bit. No, that was dumb. That was really dumb. No, because see, fairies ride bugs. They can't be weak to them. No. Obviously. We're not even, I'm not, I think, honestly, I would take less offense if Barry, fairy would just, like, was neutral to bug. Because they're just, yeah, they're just like, hey, bug, fine. you know how you're bad? How about this new type? <laughs> you're you worse. also just don't even do anything to you. God, bug, get better. Get out of here. It was, like, on the ground, and they just, like, kicked it again. Yeah. And- <laughs> I would love to see it flipped. I would love to see Bug uh, get super effective to fairy. The bugs rise up and revolt against their fairy overlords. More realistically, I think what we would could expect is that the resist just gets dropped. Yeah, that's yeah. probably more realistic. Yeah, they haven't they haven't ch- touched the type chart since Gen Six, so yeah, uh, I, I would totally love to see that. Ghost could use a nerf. Like, why is Ghost exactly the same as Dragon right now? One immunity, one resist, that's it. Like, Dragon should kind of be by itself, in my opinion. Ghost should have resists. Make Steel no. resist Ghost again. Because yeah, yeah, Steel yeah. is not? already very, very good Something. defensively and doesn't need it. You know what? You know what? Make make Bugs resist sure. Ghost. Because they're both spooky. Or Poison resist Ghost. I don't know. Something. Poison was pro- probably would be the, the go-to for me. Mm, poison could use a little bit more of a buff i think i think they were in the right direction when they went to uh i, I think they were more in the right direction when the fairy super effective and resist y- thing yeah i well yeah when they made yeah i think they did a really good job there but i think poison still needs more because it's just like would you like two super effective hits one on fairy and then one on grass mm? yeah i mean poison has a decent number of resistances, but they're not two relevant things. Like, it's grass, yes. fighting, poison, bug, and fairy. But of those, I would say the relevant ones are, what, fighting and fairy? Yeah. 
Yes. I, I just stick stick ghost yes. on that. Make it another defensive typing. Yeah. Poison's already cool. Even better. Yeah. Alolan muck with the quad ghost resist. Oh, ha ha. <laughs> the one thing that gets terrifying is is uh stuff like Gengar now is being Toxapex. Toxapex is is an unfortunate casualty that I need to accept. But Gengar <laughs> being neutral to Ghost. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, fair. Yes. Ghost should not be the same as Dragon, though. I, I don't think Dragon that. should be treated mm-hmm. special. I do. Air Dragon. Yeah, and that design led to overpowered terribleness, and then we had Fairy, which broke Precisely. it. Precisely. It's called Dungeons and what? It's not called Dungeons and Ghost. <laughs> no, that's pretty much oh. half of the horror genre. Exactly. All right. I have another one. Okay. Yeah. I think Rillaboom needs a nerf, but probably more exactly Grassy Glide needs a nerf. Fair, fair. Because... I, I mean, I think Grassy Glide, and I think there's a few other moves that are just like way too high base power, need to be lower base power. Because I think, I think six, 70 on Grassy Glide, which is insane, by the way. Cause like Aqua, what's the base power on Aqua Jet? 40. 40. Yeah, 40. Yeah, make it 40. I'm okay with that. There we go. Because it requires the terrain. Or 50, because it has I, a I condition. Think maybe 50, 55 even. That makes it leaf. Yeah. That makes it Razor Leaf. Oh, yeah, I guess if it needs that to make it priority, but. I mean, it's just too oppressive. I mean, Rillaboom is very oppressive. I I don't know. I like that they made the starters usable and competitive the past two generations. At least some of yeah. them. That's been cool. Yeah, at least some of them. Huh. I'm just the problem is like I'm just tired of seeing them. <laughs> they they made them too good. Yeah, makes sense. At least it's Grass type, which has garbage offensive coverage, as opposed to Talon Flame with flying. That was another benefit it had. Is flying is stupid. Flying is very good. So. I think I think every gen we always have some issue with flying type competitively. Yeah, at least for the past three gens, because like we like we just said, Talon Flame, we had a huge issue with flying EMZ in Gen Seven. Mega Pinsir, Flying EMZ, now Dynamax Fly. Yeah, Dynamax Fly was always bad. So or has been bad. So that's that's just some. I, it's not. A, I think that one's probably the least oppressive of all of them, honestly. But yeah, I don't know. It, it's very upsetting. <laughs> I would just like just give me something that's not broke, please. Flying is balanced around a couple of really specific things, mostly low base powers. And every time they uh, yes. they add one of their generational mechanics, it ends up fixing the balance like fixing the problems that keep it from being extremely strong you get sky strike you get the 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 speed boosts it's not even that it's not even just that like the the dynamax fly move just use this today and i can't remember the name max airstream max airstream the the problem they like so with max knuckle they increase the they decrease the base power to base 90 Right. And they also do that, I think, with uh, also with Max Poison or Max Ooze. And I wish they would have just done that with Max Max Airstream as well is reduce it to 90 uh, just because it, flying is a very good type because very few things resist it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's why it's so spammable. And I think Max Airstream coupled with the speed boost is bad news. But if you drop it to like 90, I think it's OK. Well, I wouldn't be like, oh, that's just, yeah. that's bad. But when, especially when you're in doubles and like your teammates also getting the boost. One of the big things they made a mistake with with that was um, poison and fighting do not scale as aggressively as all other stats because they're buffing your attack. Um, yes, they didn't give the same scaling restriction to to uh, flying, so it hits really mm-hmm. hard and then gets you in position to keep hitting. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. 
So I, I think that's one of the things that I'm not happy about. What? Oh, no. If we're talking moves, mm. I've got one. Okay, go for it. And I mean, I'm yet again, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but I want to, if this is the topic, this is the topic. But I would like, now that we are in a world without Z crystals, megastones, and other such things, knockoff needs to be fixed. Because it sh- it has a u- it's a utility move and it's the primary damage output of a lot of dark types like Weavile, Bisharp, etc. Um, but it was designed that way and changed from twenty base power to sixty five with the power bonus option in a world with Mega and um, Z crystals where that power bonus did no, not. No, it still apply. applied. It just didn't remove the item. No, 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 it did not. I was wrong no. when we were off air. I got it mixed up with things ah. like Sticky Hold. If it's Sticky Hold. Um, the damage bonus applies, but if it's Megastone, Z-Crystal, damage bonus does not, according to Bulbapedia, so, mm. with a grain of salt. But, yeah, you know, in a world where there were knockoff absorbers That's, that made oof. that power boost worth it, yes. now now there's no such thing. The every It's always a good move whenever your dark type or even thing that uses it as coverage gets in, so... I agree. I Knockoff is just... I don't know. It, it's always been kind of bad, but like you said, Z crystals and megastones made it better. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. I didn't realize that it got bumped to twenty in Generation Six from twenty to sixty-five. Yeah. From twenty to sixty-five with the fifty percent boost yeah. on top of it as, as an op. It didn't used to do that prior to Gen Six. It was just a twenty base power utility move. That's it. Yeah, it, it's kind of a bummer. I think it should go back to twenty, or you know, maybe thirty. You can knock it to thirty. Have fun. I would accept 35 with the 50% power boost if it knocks an item off so it's not technicianable on the second hit. Yes. Like, that'd be fine. That'd be cool. Because it shouldn't be that much utility in one slot should not also be your primary damage. That's stupid. That's the problem, is that it's really good utility with really good damage. Even if they just dropped the bonus damage, like, it would still be used. It would still be used often. Mm -hmm. 65 power every time. But it wouldn't be used... As your main coverage or main attacking thing, it would have to be chosen as yep. an item removal attack. And I'm actually okay with those existing and being usable. It just shouldn't be brainless. Yeah, take away the 50% boost, keep it 65 so technician can't boost it. Gold, fine. Hard agree. You guys have any more? Because I've got more. I've got like two more. Yeah, go for it. I mean, Linian, if you've got one, it's your turn in the rotation. <laughs> yeah, Linian, if you've got one. Uh, I think a very simple thing... There are a couple of moves that are old. This would not affect competitive much at all, but a lot of holdouts from like Gen 1, particularly in like learn sets of like low level, Ooh. that are just unusable because they have terrible accuracy. Fix rock throw. Mm. Fix uh, yeah. some of uh, more contentious, maybe something like bind, even bump it up so it's not like 70. Because there are multiple Pokemon that super low level, because it was uh, either based on a Gen 1 mechanic that's since been changed, or just based on the Gen 1 design of attacks shouldn't hit all the time, because that's not random. Which was a big thing yeah. about in RPGs, but it hasn't been for several years. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, there, there are a lot of things from the super old games. Um why does the move synchro noise it exist? doesn't anymore <laughs> uh, i think that we got yeah that got cold right? it did so. and uh oh yeah and, you're right uh, wisely so yes absolutely we don't need it it's okay we don't need sigilyph to do that nonsense please please <laughs> no 
Synchro Noise? Yeah, Synchro Noise. Are you think of the same move I uh, am? Or maybe I'm thinking of a different move, but... Synchro Noise is the one that only does damage if you share at least one type with the, uh, with the opponent. Oh, yep. I'm thinking of a different move. You're thinking Psycho I'm Shift, thinking psych- right, maybe? Nah, either Psycho Shift. Yeah, maybe Psycho Shift. Psycho Shift is the one that, like, gives your opponent your status. Gives his status. Trades statuses. Never mind. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I'm a dummy bear. I'm not thinking. It's late today, yeah, guys. It's almost nine o'clock my exactly. time. Exactly. It's bedtime. Okay. <laughs> I'm not as bright eyed and bushy tailed. All right. So another one I have. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my two together because one's silly. Yeah. I think freeze needs a nerf. I don't think frostbite is exactly the right way to go because as I talked about before, but I do think freeze needs a nerf yeah. because I think it is a stupid condition in modern day Agreed. Pokemon. They obviously know it because I don't think they've given a lot of moves the ability to freeze in a very long time. You know how bad it feels like when you get hit by a try attack and then you get frozen? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how QREM got past a lot of its counters is it had enough moves that dealt freeze that eventually it would freeze you and then it would just three shot you. They, oh, there's only like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine moves that can cause uh, cause freeze. They did introduce one. Uh, <laughs> Uh, freeze dry was, uh, freezing glare oh yeah freezing, freezing glare. glare freeze dry oh, doesn't yeah. do it um oh no freeze dry does never mind I was I like, freeze yes, dry does. does i know that from qrim's ban yes it does i don't know i just feel like there's just a 10 percent chance of just being like your pokemon can't do anything yeah it's absolutely uh-huh. insane and needs to stop it's a holdover for a, it's it's holdover from old design really I don't disagree with changing it like they did in Legends Arceus. I just disagree with implementing Frostbite in the way that people want to introduce Frostbite. I I would be okay with it. Like, you just call it, like, Freeze Burn, and then it's still just, like, a burn and reduces attack instead of being a special burn. Or, like, make it a soft condition that makes subsequent moves of of a certain type do something special. I don't know. More damage? A tick? I would be okay even if it was more like a paralysis type deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? A tick of health or something like that. That would be kind of cool. Like, every time you're hit by an ice-type move after you're quote-unquote frozen, you take 6% health. I I don't know. Something like that would be interesting where it's just, I don't know, where it's just not like, hey, you can't move. Yeah, that's stupid. I think that's really bad. I I think it would be good to just, like, even if it was just, like, like exactly paralysis, right? Like, you're too cold to move. Uh Uh-huh. Even like that, I think it would work out. I just think there's a better, more elegant way to have freeze work. Hmm. Yeah. Than the way it does currently. And I mean, they've, like I said, they've obviously mitigated it to most of the extent because, like, no move other than, I guess, secret power in the, secret power in the snow gives you more than a 10% chance. Yeah. But even that is still, it's still insane. Like, I, I, it feels bad when you win a game because you just get freeze. Agreed. Yeah. I feel, I feel dirty. Yeah. I'm never, because, like, nobody ever runs an ice type move with the, with the idea of, like, maybe I'll get a freeze. Yeah. Unless you're QRAM. Yeah, unless you're QRAM. Yep. So. Because you've got the bulk to just do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really dumb. I really dislike it. Yeah. My silly one was, I just want Zubat to get Leech Life again. Yeah, that'd be good. In BDSP, I really hated going through with Zubat and being like, he has Absorb now, because that's what they decided he gets instead of Leech Life. Gosh. Ugh. Yeah. It's like, oh, so you gave him a worse move than Leech Life. You somehow made him worse. Uh-huh. At least let him use his attack stat. My gosh. His special attack stat's so trash. Yeah. Zubat can't even be useful until it gets something like wing attack at 21 or something. Wing attack or something. Yeah, it's so long. 
it's so long i just uh, yeah i just want zubat to be good again in game and you know what i feel like he's had enough time he's had enough time in the pokemon universe that we could just be like yes zubat you can have leech life at level one and we'll just all collectively be okay with that (laughs) you know what i would love more uh like if we're talking silly, we can say like I would like a good ice and or rock type because I I'd never feel good filling those in on my favorite of each type chart. Like that's the Seth silly one. The thing that really upsets me is they came out with with Hisuian Avalug and they just made it not better. Ugh. It's just not better. Not at all. Rock type sucks. Like that we're back on the type chart thing. Make rocks good, please. A little. Rock and ice are both okay, in my opinion. I think ice could get one more. Yeah, ice needs something. Ice can ice can resist water. There you go. Done. Yeah. I'll take that one. I think the biggest problem with rock as a type from the beginning of Pokemon time is that things in nature and whatever, their strength is judged by how easily they break rocks. So fighting types are super effective against rock. Steel is also super effective against rock because those are things by which you judge and rocks are the big thing that you want to break. Yes. It's dumb. It's stupid. It's dumb. Why Why are they weak to half the things? They're, why are they weak to grass? Why are they weak to grass? Yeah, roots can get through it, but I mean, they can get through ground much easier. Maybe neutralize that. I don't know. I feel like rock rock type was a really dumb type to make to begin with. Yeah, yeah, make just earth type. That was obviously the thought, honestly. Like, you look at every rock type Pokemon that exists in Gen 1, I think it is also a ground type. Yeah. Uh, no, because there's some that are also water, uh... and one that is also flying. Oh, there are, some that are, there are some that are water. There you go, never mind. If the fossil the, gimmick. The fossils exist, that's it. Here's the thing. We're talking about like they had 10 generations of ideas when they started making Gen 1. They did not. They were making one RPG and then they made a sequel and then they went, oh, this is a franchise. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. And now it's the number one IP of all time. (laughs) Oh, no. Oops. Oops. All success. When they made Gen 1, they made an RPG. When they made Gen 2... They made an RPG that could maybe have legs as a franchise. Pokemon and once they two. made Gen 3 and forward, they made a franchise. And you can see that because they started doing abilities yep. and things like that. They started like bulking up their story and maybe making their different versions more impactful. Like They really started thinking about this as a long-term thing in Gen 3. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. Absolutely. That is true. I just want to put a I just want to put a Pokemon in the rock type slot and feel good about it cuz I am like now that I haven't played Unite in a long time, I'm not as comfortable with Crustle in that slot, but I just don't know what to put there cuz nothing is good and it feels bad. I want to feel good. You know what's great about rock type Pokemon is that uh they they buffed Mega Agron by taking away its rock type. By taking away it? Yeah. <laughs> How do we improve Agron? Oh, I know. Yeah, we take away the type. Yep. Mm-hmm. We take away mm-hmm. the problem. We take away the problem <laughs> The problem that shouldn't exist. I think a lot of that is also that the rock ground overlap, not rock ground, the rock steel overlap is uh, not ideal. Exactly. Gosh. Yes. Yes. I had that problem with my draft team because I had Registeel for a long time and that just overlapped so hard with Mega Tyranitar. I, I felt bad bringing them on the same mm-hmm. week. 
Cleavor is a cool rock type. I'm going to take Cleavor. Cleavor is a cool rock type. Like, there's so much potential, and there's gemstones. Like, gemstones. Make a bunch of gemstone Pokemon. That could be cool, actually. Please. I'm into it. I'm into it. Other than Diancie and Sableye that eats them. Like, and Carbink. There's so much potential. <laughs> Are you telling me you don't like Colossal? Is that what I'm hearing? Colossal? Colossal. It's okay. Colossal is a weird Pokemon that shouldn't exist, but that's a different story. Uh Make it uranium. Encourage nuclear power instead of coal. Ooh, that would be fun. I'm biased, though. Uh, all right. Poison electric uh, type. Do you have any more? <laughs> Rock electric. I am a power plant. Do we have any more that we want? Nah, nothing I think worthy to bring up for me. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. This is a good place to that's... stop. This is nice. Well, you guys can I've all let us know what again. little nerfs you would like to see happen. Or just changes. Or changes. Whatever. It's fine. Whatever. This was fun, though. We're going to kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode, though. So we will catch you guys on the flip-flop. Poke of the episode. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 851, Centiscorch, the Radiator Pokemon. It's GMAX Sword Dex Entry Reads. Gigantamax energy has evoked a rise in its body temperature, now reaching over 1,800 degrees Fahrenheit. Its heat waves incinerate its enemies. Which sounds impressive until you realize it's normally about 1,500, so it's not actually that much of a rise. Yeah, it's like, like, yeah, we want to have 300 degrees Fahrenheit, and it's also Fahrenheit. So, like, that's even less impressive. Uh, actually, actually, this temperature is not that impressive to me as a scientist <laughs> thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> to me, having built a fire pit, that's not impressive yeah, either. Yeah, I, I like regularly take things up to roughly like 2,000 Celsius all the time. <laughs> and it's yeah. just like... This, this is or, less than half that. Yeah, it's just like, okay. This is better than... This is better than Mag Cargo, which would melt through the crust of the Earth. Yeah, right. So, it's you know, hotter than the sun. They're making improvements. At least it's reasonable, I guess. Well, lightning strikes are hotter than mag cargo, though, so as anything, mass determines the heat, but yeah. <laughs> All right, but uh, Centiscorch is actually, I don't actually know how it fits into this team today, and I'm actually really excited to read through this team. Um, all I know <laughs> is that, like, it helps you, it helps, like, trap things, or not if Centiscorch does that, but it, it's, uh, the team is built around trapping yeah. things, but it's, uh, I'm, I'm very excited to go ahead and play with it here in a moment, or not play with it, but look at it. So it, we've got a team this week, though, that uses a Scorch, and I left off my page. Scorch has a base HP of 100, base attack of 115, and that's like all the good things you need to know about Scorch, <laughs> uh, because nothing else is really there to write home about, except that special defense is 90, which isn't too bad, like combined with the 100 HP. That's like bulky bulk. It's a weirdly good defensive thing. I used it as a Volcarona counter yeah, for, for a That might bit. work, actually. Um, special attack is 90, so that's kind of wasted, because obviously people are going to be like, yeah, physical, please. I wish they swapped it with the defense. Yeah, because the defense is 65, which is a little lackluster. Same with the speed at 65, but I don't think, I don't know, it's, it's in a low enough speed tier that it doesn't matter what its speed is at this point. <laughs> yeah. So I, I am very interested to see where this goes. I'm going to go ahead and uh, grab this Scorch here. This is a G-Max Scorch, so it gets G-Max, uh, you guys just told me, and I forgot off the top of my head. Centiferno. 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 Does Centiferno do anything cool? Yeah, let me read you the effect of it, Please just do. so you know. It triggers, it triggers whenever it uses a fire move, of course, like G-Max moves mm-hmm. do. Um, 
GMAX Centiferno inflicts damage and binds the target for four to five turns. It's very similar to Fire Spin. Except, um, if Centiscorch faints or switches, it's over. The effect persists. Oh, it still goes. Oh, it persists. That's what makes Centiferno different from Fire Spin. That's mm-hmm. kind of cool because, like, yeah, so based on some of these other members who are more comfortable with running, that still sounds fun. So I, I'm very, uh, I'm all, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So it does get that. Um, it has the, it has a Coba Berry, so it's gonna take. That's flying, flying. I'm gonna say f- correct. Um. I never remember. Those I will never remember for the life of me. <laughs> yeah. I'm using it on my draft team this Ooh. week. Hi, hi, Whimsicott. I hope you tripped it. And then where, of course, it has the ability White Smoke. It's got 60 HP, 156 attack, 4 defense, 76 special defense, and 212 speed. Probably down speed some base 60 somewhere. Uh, Adamant Nature. It's got Protect Flare Blitz, so you could also turn that into Centiferno. Power Whip, because big grassy attacks are fun and giga impact it does sound fun to really be able to just like send a ferno and like trap people in just like a lead that sounds like a lot of fun mm-hmm. and then there's also g max blastoise which i really like in vgc and i don't know how it's playing well in the current meta i'm still investigating but it's holding the wakan berry which is electric Correct. Uh, thanks, Seth. I'm glad Seth is here to tell me that I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Ability is torrent because who cares what else it is? Uh, I guess rain dish is the other option, but meh. Its EVs are 188 HP, 4 defense, 60 special attack, 4 special defense, and 252 speed with a timid nature. It's got protect hydro cannon, so you can do big damage. I imagine it's probably a choice between Scent Scorch and Blastoise when you're choosing. Um, fake yeah. out and helping hand, or you could just helping hand with it. Never mind, you can do a lot. Blastoise is a good boy. I can also tell you what its G Max move does in case you decide to do that. I do know what that is, and it's fun. Go ahead. Yeah, the effect is G Max Cannonade is the name of the abil- attack, and it inflicts damage and for four turns deals damage at the end of each turn to non-water type foes equal to one sixth of their max HP. That's a pretty big chunk, honestly. It has the same G-Max ability as this is going to be really boring as Charizard Venusaur. Charizard and Venusaur, also, yep. also Colossal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. All of four of them essentially have the same G-Max ability. And it's a good G-Max ability because both Colossal and Venusaur have been seeing a lot of... And Charizard have been seeing a lot of play. And Blastoise have been seeing... Like, all four of them have been seeing a lot of play. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and that's because like that generic just like, hey, you get one six for four turns. One sixth is huge. It's a lot. Yeah. It's that's a ton of damage. And sometimes you forget it's up and things just die. Yeah. It's it's really, really good. So I, I really love those G Max attacks. Uh what about you? Somebody somebody else grab some more. Sure. I'll take the middle Go too. For it. We have Rayquaza with an assault vest. Its ability is of course airlock. Um it's shiny on this team, but you know. To each their own. The EVs are as follows. 68 HP, 100 attack, 28 defense, 92 special defense, and 220 speed with a jolly nature. Move set is Dragon Claw, Dragon Ascent, Earthquake, and Extreme Speed. Ooh. So. Goes fast. Pretty neat. Pretty standard yeah. Rayquaza. Hey. Yep. I, or at least I would think so. I didn't, I have, I wasn't expecting to see an assault vest if I'm being honest, but you know. Yeah. It, Probably you works. probably need it based on like yeah especially for Kyogre being everywhere exactly. so it, it makes sense it makes sense um and 
this being a VGC in the current VGC format, guess what the next Pokemon is? That's right, it's Zacian crowned, holding its rusted sword. Ability is Intrepid Sword because we've broken up in here. Eevees are... 172 HP, 180 attack, 4 defense, 4 special defense, 148 speed with an adamant nature because we're going to crack some people open. Moveset is Protect, Play Rough, Behemoth Blade, and Sacred Sword. Notably, none of that hits Shedinja, so haha. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. None of it does hit Shedinja. It's Zacian, though. I mean, whatever. What five Pokemon are you playing that aren't Zacian on your team and... Ta-da. yeah no yeah. it's really bad actually like it's a re like i really hate it i'm not gonna lie the fact that both of its forms are in anything goes just still makes me laugh to this day i really dislike zashin like holy bo- holy poop i really dislike uh really dislike zashin who would have yeah. thought that giving something uh, a 50 percent plus attack and an attack of like what 180 uh, yeah, would right? be enough that brings right. us to uh, the things that can get rid of that pesky plus one, specifically Landorus Therian. Uh, with a life orb, ability is, of course, Intimidate. 116 HP, 188 attack, and 204 speed with a jolly nature. It's running Protect, uh, Earthquake, Fly, and Rock Slide. Fly, of course, uh, being a max airstream trigger and uh the others being more general use attacks uh rock slide being flinch bait and spread damage as well as earthquake being spread but you're gonna probably be using that for the plus special defense in the uh dynamax just to get the single target damage yeah uh this is paired with another genie because it just has to be full of things that all of us don't like uh because that's just the meta uh, with a citrus berry Ooh. with prankster as its ability, uh, 300, sorry, 236 HP for defense, four special attack, 180 special defense, 84 speed with a calm nature. It's running thunderbolt, taunt, eerie impulse, and scary face with, uh, citrus berry. I don't remember if I mentioned that. Either way, this thing, uh, comes out and uses prankster <laughs> to either eerie impulse away, uh, special attackers. Uh, taunt defenders so they can't do anything to uh, harass you, can't taunt your things, can't protect on later turns, blah, 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 blah. Uh, scary face to slow other things in Thunderbolt because you might as well do some damage. And, uh, I mean, Thunderous I think you good. forgot to mention what Pokemon it is. This is Thunderous. This is Thunderous, yes. Yeah, this is Thunderous. I said it was a genie and then listed Thunderbolt. I think you can yeah. just tell by the uh, moves, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most likely, but who knows? We just want to make sure. But yeah, I, d- I did somehow miss that this was a thunderous. You said citrus berry twice. That's very possible. Uh, I believe that we did that. Uh, <laughs> I believe it. Regardless, that's... This is a... F- Genies, welcome to the team. You got some wishes we need to grant for you. Yeah. He's an eerie impulse. Exactly. Yeah, I like this team, actually. I really like it a lot. I just like Scorch. Yeah, Scorch. I like the Scorch. I like Blastoise as well. I like both those very much so, and I'm conflicted since you have to use both of them, or one or the other. Uh-huh. So it makes yeah. me really sad. Uh, so I'm really hoping that we can, uh, we can, I don't know, I have to play with this team, and I'm very excited to try it out. I, I'm literally going to mm-hmm. try it out right after this. <laughs> 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 I really want to know how it works out. All <laughs> right, but if you are also in the same boat that I am, and you want to try it out, you can check it out on our Discord server. If you're in our Patreon, you can also go ahead and uh, get yourself a uh, the team, Shiny. 
So be sure to look out for that, guys. It's probably up by the time you're already listening to this. So definitely take a look there. But yeah, that's the Pokemon of the episode. If you want to know any more, check us out next week. But until then, we're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time! Sending your emails! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where you can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com and let us know what you think about the question. Last week, we asked you what you would like to see happen in Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet, and we were not let down. A lot of you emailed. Some of you wrote um, close to novels. Um, multiple of you did that, so if don't feel like I'm calling you out specifically. Uh, <laughs> where we got a lot of we got a lot of answers. There's a lot to look there forward to. There is a lot to. to look forward to, and there's a lot there. Uh, I apologize that we won't be able to read those on air because you definitely put a lot of thought into them. But yeah. I, I would love to go into these emails. But before I do that, remember, this segment is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. Yeah, hooves. <laughs> was that? Yep. The, the hooves. Glaive. Hooves. Uh, uh, Horse <laughs> You know, if they come out with a regional Tauros, we're going to have to come up with something new. I'm just saying. <laughs> if like regional Tauros is a thing. As long as it isn't green. <laughs> it probably won't be green. I imagine if they're going to do it, it's going to be like a fire, fire Tauros. That's my, that's my call. Hmm. It's going to be like flaming bull. It's going to be a good time. So I, I would love to see that, but we'll have to do a new badge, you know, but if we'll give the green Taurus badge to anybody we deem worthy. So let's go ahead and jump into these emails. This first one is going to be from Sleeve and we'll let Sethy boy get it. All right. And I've got that one. Hi, everyone. I hope you're all keeping well. When I saw the mailbag question for the week, I thought that maybe I could provide an alternative alternative perspective to it. Having played a lot of Pokemon between Gens 1 and 3, I stopped shortly after starting Pearl because I was a couple of years into high school and thought I was too cool for Pokemon. Obviously, I was incorrect. You can never be too cool for Pokemon. Pokemon can only be too cool for you. Yeah! Once I finished high school and university and got my first paycheck from my proper job, I saw that there was a remake out of the last Pokemon game I properly delved into, so I bought myself a 2DS and a copy of Omega Ruby. Now, I understand that at this point it's 2015, and online capabilities have been around in games for about a decade, but the GTS and option to trade Pokemon online revolutionized my experience. I'd grown up knowing that each gen, I would not finish my decks. I wouldn't get two of the three starters, I'd be missing a fossil, and my trade Evomons would be forever unevolved. To have that no longer be the case was such a huge and refreshing change for me. The fact that I could have all the starters in one team and was no longer locked out of using Sableye enhanced my experience tenfold. The feeling of completing my first decks in Sun and Moon was also incredible, and possibly only because of the GTS. For that reason, my favorite generational update has to be online play, specifically that GTS. It's not a perfect system, it definitely has flaws, but it's a million times better than not having it at all. Keep doing what you do, I appreciate you all, with peace and love, Sleeve. It's the only thing I have an issue with is that they took it out of the main game. I understand why they did. And I think it's somewhat mm-hmm. reasonable because then they don't mm-hmm. have to rebuild that infrastructure every single time yeah. by putting it in Pokemon Home. And that that's all good and everything. But I really miss having it 
because I I remember just like finishing Pokedexes in Sun and Moon and X and Y. And it was just really easy. Just like pop on the GTS, you throw your starter, you throw like a breed, uh, a, you breed your starter. You, a you breed just gen. throw a couple of those on the GTS, and you get the other starters. Yeah. The, because the GTS only works when you put things up and you ask for reasonable trades. Because the unreasonable trades are still, I mean, they're still a problem. I asked for a level 10 Arceus for my magic card. Yeah, that's what you should ask for. What else would you ask for, for with your <laughs> magic card? There's definitely problems like that. But if you put up the reasonable trades, people find them and you just get the trades. I think the other thing that kind of ties into this, too, is the fact that it's not just the GTS and things like that. It's also not having to be sitting in the room next to someone right. with whom you're trading in this in this world like and the fact that there is puckle and things like that fosters such a great environment for that you know people are always online asking for you know trades here and there touch trades to evolve things Mm -hmm. or just get the dex entry Mm -hmm. we have such a really good community for doing that type of thing specifically so i think this is just perfect yes absolutely no i really i really really like having that stuff it makes me i don't know like online play is obviously why puckle happened right and mm-hmm. then, oh, right, so yeah. like that's i mean it was a good innovation when it happened and even then like gen 4 and gen 5 it wasn't perfect not because of like the infrastructure but mostly because just like wi-fi in the year 2005 was yeah. like a new concept and yeah. it was actually really hard to get online wirelessly for your systems my gosh do you remember that usb yes, stick i had one and mm. i had oh. so many issues with it it Same. was it was absolutely awful, and I mean, even I think I had issues like the entire DS era getting online, and it has nothing to do with the DS. The uh-huh. DS was perfectly capable of it. It was just that like routers at the time just couldn't handle it. it they just they just didn't work uniformly. The, everything's way better now. Yeah, networking is way better now, and that's a whole other can of worms that thatches into now. Is just networking yeah. and how to make that work efficiently. Uh, what's a mesh network? We never had those when I was a kid. Okay, let me tell you. <laughs> right. Hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was man. That little stick. I remember that little stick. It worked. God, it worked nightmares. for me for like two months, and then it stopped working because there was like some. There was just <laughs> yes. like some update that like went to my network's router or something. And it, killed the, and it killed the stick from working. The moon was in the I've wrong place in the sky. That, that issue with my my DS. It's kind of a pity that you know stopped at Gen Gen three because the very next one had this life changing alteration. Yes. So, I mean, it was frustrating though. It's a frustrating issue on the D. I don't know. It was frustrating on the DS, depending on where you were. Yeah. And how tech savvy your parents were, I guess, when you were a kid, uh, to, <laughs> yep. to an extent. Honestly, the DS is the only reason I understand networking as well as I do now. Hmm. Because I, I spent so much time trying to make my home network work when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, so that I could get my DS online to play Pokemon. <laughs> I kid you not. So it's, uh, it's, I'm happy it works now. Everything works well now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you for that one, Sleeve. Our next email is going to come this week from Nico. What it do, Puckle Crew? It's Nico again. If you're reading this at, at the usual time, it's my birthday today. Uh, we're not actually sorry, Nico. So it's your birthday <laughs> tomorrow, time. I guess. Uh, what a good time to be recording a podcast on Saturday, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's no. definitely Friday. Uh, anyway, my favorite feature in a po- new Pokemon game doesn't actually have anything to do with gameplay, but it's still important to me. Younger listeners may not know this, but there was a time when Pokemon games released in Japan. And then the non-Japanese oh. fans had to wait nearly an entire year for a Western release. I do remember this. 
I still call Ferrothorn Nattery yeah. by accident on occasion because you had to relearn all their names. You had to relearn all... Oh my gosh, I do remember that. I was never able to keep the Japanese names in my head, so I would just be like, yeah, like, the UFO plant for Ferrothorn yes. or whatever. <laughs> the UFO I still call... Well, the problem is then the community, like, came up with nicknames like Smugleaf for Snivy, and uh-huh. I still to this day will call Snivy Smugleaf. Like, or like on Smogon, yes. you nicknamed Cores based on their Japanese mm-hmm. name. Uh, see, I solved this by being 10 and unaware of what was... Yes, yeah, yeah. there's your problem. Yeah. Rip. I don't think I was actually 10, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pokemon X and Y were the first mainline games to recently receive a worldwide release. I do remember that happened because that was a big deal. And we've had the opportunity to all start together since then. Gen 6, although flawed... I don't think Gen 6 is flawed. Uh, still has a very special place in my heart as the first Pokemon game I could go into absolutely blind. And with the growing state of spoilers and clout-chasing leakers, oh. all bo- boosted by social media algorithms, it feels <laughs> like playing a game with fresh eyes will never be as easy as it was in Pokemon X and Y. Nothing compares to the experience of seeing your new favorite Pokemon for the first time ever in-game. Just thinking about that moment, I involved Helioptile into Heliolisk. Gives me warm, fuzzy feelings, you guys. Also notable were language options. I do remember that as well. So we can explore Kalos in French, though Holy Otoria and Holy Otaria. It was cool to learn Pokemon names in different languages. Pardon my French. Anyway, I hope you all have a great weekend. Nico. Read the PS. Oh, PS, I do actually know you're recording on a Friday, so I guess it isn't my actual birthday. Oh, well, happy birthday, <laughs> Mickey Minaj. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> oh, Otaria is the, uh, the, is the French name for seal. There we go. Oh. Wow. All right. Well, thank you for that, Nico. <laughs> Our last email today is going to be from Bam. All right. I've got Bam today. Hey, Puckle Crew. Bam here. I think the changes from gen to gen were covered well last week. I would only add the removal of infinite weather. Yeah, that was a big one, actually, that yeah. we missed. But it got me thinking of changes I would want for gen 9. First, I wanted to start with the gen type chart. There are a couple of types that I think could use a bit of a boost. The first one is the bug type. <laughs> I would make the bug type be super effective against fairy instead of being resistant. I swear, we read these after oh my the God. topic. <laughs> we do. We do. What? Were we broadcasting? Shoot. Uh, yeah, right. I would also make the bug type hit the fighting type for neutral damage. The other type that needs some help is my favorite type, which is the ice type. But. No. I would make it resist the water type and get rid of its weakness to the rock type. <laughs> God. <laughs> to start off, uh, my ideas for some battle mechanics changes. I want to keep the frostbite status that was in Legends. Having a special version of burn is an excellent addition, and I would increase the chances of frostbite for some moves. For example, ice beam or 30%. I would then make the chances double while in hail. Oh, Ooh, no. Like, oh, no. That would be I like increasing burn chances in sun. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah. I'm not a big fan there. Since I can't get off the topic of ice type, but it also adds some ice type, po- uh, some Pokemon and abilities that benefit from hail that are not ice types. I would like that, honestly. I would love for Slush Rush to be on a not ice type. I would be into that. Yes. Yeah. Or give hail something, please. Is Swift Swim on not, uh, on not water, water types? types? I yeah. feel like at least one. I'm sure there's at least one. I'll look it up while you keep reading. Uh, another mechanic I want to com- I want to completely remove I that I want is to completely remove the IV system from the game. We can keep EVs, but I would simplify them. Have one EV be worth the normal four EVs, 
meaning that each stat would be would max out at 63, but would give the same bonus as 252. I would and also show in the summary the number of EVs in each stat as well as the number of EVs remaining, while making vitamins increase the stat by one and decrease it by, and berries decrease it by one. Other changes I would like to make is keep the system in legends of how stat changes and status conditions were temporary to add a nice change to competitive play. Just get rid of the turn order mechanics and legends. That was terrible. Yes. <laughs> I don't know about the, the stat boost shift, but the turn order mechanics though? Oh my god. Yeah, the gosh. turn order mechanics dropping were, were terrible. I also thought of the idea to get rid of the four times super effective mo- moves and have it max at two times effective, even if the type strong against both types of opponent. But I'm scared that it would just over overpower Pokemon like Lando T. I don't think it's really that big of a problem. Yeah, I don't think four times super effective is a problem at all. No, I think Stealth Rock ripping away half your health is a problem, but that's a ta- conversation for another day. But that's more of a problem, I think, with how Stealth Rock is made than anything else. I think that's a problem. Yeah, I, I agree with Linnean. Exactly. I think, it's, I think the problem with Stealth Rock is more that it does type damage like that. And, I mean, they were obviously... It shouldn't have. It shouldn't be up to yeah, 50. Yeah, they were also very careful about that as well. It just in general, like, you look at... Uh, you look at, like... Because they made, like, the Steel-type Stealth Rock in Gen 8 with G-Max Copperaja. Uh-huh. And, not Copperaja. No, it is Copperaja. I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah, it is Copperaja. I, I thought Copperaja was the name of the of Qfint for a second, and then I'm like, no, it's de- I'm definitely oh. right. Yeah, I don't know, I, but they obviously like limited that distribution real hard. The, uh, big, yeah. the big thing with Stealth Rock is it just it scales too aggressively, but that's I I think if Stealth Rock had some kind of scaling similar to spikes and toxic spikes, it would be far more palatable. Yeah. But the the reason Stealth Rock is so good is because it's a one turn setup. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't know how I feel about completely removing IVs, if only because they are they allow for some stuff like the attack boosting stack attacka thing. Yeah. So if we think if we think about competitive Pokemon players that actually care about this stuff, they're in like the vast minority of Pokemon players. Yeah, but that's actually a good reason to get rid of it. Because all it does is add some really small jittering to the stats. I like that though. It feels more natural. No, 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 no. I want to be I want to be mathematically better than the the casual people who fight me. I don't think it's noticeable. It is noticeable for certain Pokémon. I mean, you think about Trick Room to allow for some for another knob to turn. Yeah, but it's not noticeable if you're not doing competitive at a high level. It is not noticeable because at that point you're either not using mm. Trick Room or if you are if you're going to you... if you're if you're going to say if you're going to say get rid of that, you should just get rid of Natures as well. Like no, because natures are easy to understand and are in bright colors on the screen. Uh, I guess to some extent. I'd make bottle caps easier to get. That fixes yes. it. Well, it helps it, yeah. But it doesn't... We also need a rusty bottle cap. Yes. Or even just have them able to be ratcheted up and down like proteins can do for EVs kind of thing. I don't disagree yeah. with that because, I mean, I can think of one case where that's necessary... That's just stack attacka. It's just stack attack. <laughs> exactly. Stack it's just attacka. stack attacka. Stack attack is the only reason. But uh, and, and zeros and the other things. And but even then, stack attacka could be functional with zeros. It would just be you. You lose like fourteen points of defense. Oh pity. That's you still sad. have a base two hundred yeah. something. No, I need it to be perfect. Okay. So I mean, I I can see getting rid of IVs. I would not weep for them if they go. But it wouldn't be my. It would probably not be my top ten changes I would make. I don't know. I yeah. I mean, that's something far and away that I would care about. Even then, I still like having like the random variation. 
I don't know, because it kind of feels like the Pokemon's yeah. DNA in lore, I guess. right? A little bit. Until you fix its DNA with until a bottle cap. Until you breed it. Until <laughs> you breed it until you have the perfect child. I, I think it. Well, I yeah. think it goes against a lot of the core like bonding message, though. Other than like now that you can yeah. fix them, it's a little bit. But it's also like no matter who, how much you love your animal, there's a lot of things that go against the bonding message. Okay. I mean, yeah, but this one is pretty egregious. It's like no matter how much you love your pet, nah. it was born genetically inferior. But you can always fix it in in the Pokemon mm. world. Yay! And this one is mine. Okay. There are many like it, but this one is mine. Well, you realize that that's about things that are completely unique, not things with random jittering, but I digress. Yes. Uh. Let me answer the question about swift swimmers, too. There are three, technically five, non-water types that have swift swim. Okay. One of them's Beartic. They are the Anorith Armaldo line. Okay. There is Beartic, and then Hisuian Quillfish and Overquill are coded for yeah, swift swim. Okay. I mean, that's that's... Yeah, I think like Armaldo and Beartick count. Uh, <laughs> Beartick barely, okay? Because is that barely. a Pokemon? He is so low. Is that a Pokemon? Also, Beartick also has Slush Rush. <laughs> exactly. Bam uh, finishes with just say, I have many other ideas for the new Pokemon games, but I'll save this for, for another day. Keep on puckling, everyone. Bam! 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 Thanks, bam! Marlow gets Rain Dish, so we got that going for us. <laughs> in terms of like weather abilities That's random given to non non pokemon of that type who gets hydration i don't know hydration hydration actually i think is very spread out because i think gudra gets it actually gudra gets it uh da, 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 da. smoochum oh my gosh, a lot smoochum? Of heliolus gets uh dry skin which is another option uh excelgore lapras lapras is a water type seth oh non-water is far pardon yes. me my mistake that's what we care about sorry uh but that's gonna be it for the emails this week which ones do we want i feel like we talked about all of these pretty I, feel, well. I feel like we owe it to nico for not recording on his birthday nico green taros <laughs> badge done Woo! yay us all right uh there we go done if you want to email us next week at puckle podcast gmo.com email us with some tweaks you would like to make to pokemon i know bam already kind of talked about it I think it would be really good to go ahead and, and do that. Send that into uh, PucklePodcast.gmail.com. If you want to hang out with us throughout the week, come over to the Discord server at PuckleDiscord.com. You can also come and check us out over on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can also uh, come and uh, just hang out with us at YouTube, YouTube.com slash PucklePodcast, or even at Twitch, which I'll be on on Tuesday. And it looks like Claude and I are trying something for Thursday this week. So Ooh, be there if you want. Week? Yeah, special Thatch and Claude things. Uh, twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast it's gonna be it's gonna be a special event one night only tickets are free mm. and then finally if you want to support the show best way to do it is come over to patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast i'm gonna be putting up some posts tonight and uh tomorrow where you guys can one get new pokemon at the ten dollar tier and above two you can also go ahead and vote on the episode topic uh for this month uh, once a month patrons get to choose an episode topic and it's a lot of fun to see what you guys come up with some some of you guys come up with some really interesting stuff so i'd love to see what you guys have to offer and on that note uh, that's everything that's my spiel i've been trainer thatch i have been seth milo and i've been linian and here in the lavender town radio tower it's closing time time
Yeah.